Hello and welcome to another episode of Sweet Gravy with Carmen and Kirk. Still got the same opening song that Donald Rollins stole. <laughs> yeah. But maybe funny. not next time. Okay, well, I want to start off. I got some things I want to talk about today. And I want to get right into this um, Netflix original Cuties. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What about it? This this uh, this movie Cuties that has the nation in outrage? Yeah. Because it it's sexually explicit to girls? Yeah, to young girls. To young girls? Well, the, you know, girls is typically young. No. They're not women. Uh-uh. That's huh? not true. Oh, okay. Young girls and pedophiles are enjoying the movie? Supposedly, like a, an eleven-year-old girl is different from a seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, they both girls. Okay, but one is seventeen and one eleven. Yeah, these are small children. Okay, small children, girls. Yeah, um, everyone is saying that it's crazy, and Netflix shouldn't be cancel Netflix. Cancel Hashtag. Netflix. Everyone cancel Netflix because they show eleven-year-old girls. Trying to shake their little flat asses. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. You think that that's crazy? There's a few cringy parts in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I think you watched it to completion. I watched the whole movie. You're actually a person that's actually seen the movie and can actually talk about the movie because you've seen it. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I don't think anybody else who's talking about the movie, uh, canceling their Netflix has actually, actually seen the movie. No, they probably haven't. (laughs) But I watched it to see what everything was. You, you were know, curious. Yeah, I was curious. What right. is what is everyone What's talking about? What's going on about? with the cuties? I watched it. And yeah, there's a couple of cringy parts in it where mm-hmm. these girls are trying to be like super sexual to win this dance competition. They're trying to look older. But it really was more innocent. It was more like innocent 11-year-old girls learning and... Kids are curious at that age. Mm -hmm. So it's just them being curious and the influences from the internet and TV and them seeing that and trying to dance that way and trying to, oh, I saw the girls on TV shaking their butt. This is how we should do it. So it's not, like it's not as bad as people portrayed it to be. Mm -hmm. So. Well, uh, the point I made is that, you know, it, it is a French film, right? Like, but for a French film, I, I don't think it was that bad. Well, it is French, and you bring something with the French sensibilities to America, you right. know. And I, I think basically the problem was the trailer and the the tile that they use on Netflix to uh, advertise the movie. Yeah, kind of make it look like a a magic mic with with teenage little kids, with, with little yeah. kids you know mm-hmm. little girls so i mean that's that's kind of weird that they would do that but i mean it was just a mistake you know and then it actually won for like best direction at like the sundance film festival i believe yeah like it it, it won an award you know for the actresses in the movie the little girls are really like they're all decent not all of them but there's a good three out of five that's really good mm-hmm. as far as acting. And 
I don't know. I've seen worse acting. That's for sure. Right. So that wasn't. It, I don't know. I just don't think that it was as bad as people said it was. There is a part of the movie where one of the main characters shows. Uh, she takes a picture of her private parts and puts it on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I can see how that may be a little bit much, but kids are doing that. Yeah, with today's technology and you know what you like, you said what you. S- on you know the internet having access to you know your parents phone or kids can look up porn right now easily whatever they want because i don't know is there a net nanny for cell phones yet no you can you can for cell phones for kids i'm sure you can ask at the store but there's things you can do to put on modifications where they can't access certain websites the schools do it Uh uh-huh but there's something you can do where you where kids are not able to access. But they're so smart that they can figure out something. Oh yeah, you know, hell yeah, absolutely. A, maybe there's a PC at home. Oh no, they go on they go on a class and the other kids like, oh your mom got you on that lock. Let me tell you how to get off of it. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> this is how you do it, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucking easy. Right. So that's what the kids see, and that's what they learn sooner. Yeah, you know? and then so, if and, and if you have those controls on your child's phone. They might go to school and look at their friend's phone. Right. It's so hard to control. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a weird thing whether, like, rather you keep your child, like, home and sheltered from everything or you let them just uh, go about normal life and, like, go through those milestones like any other kid. Because if you do, then they're going to be influenced by kids around them regardless. Right. So... So do you you you're not gonna make us cancel the Netflix? No, I don't care. Well, here's the thing, you know. Uh, My kid ain't gonna be doing that. I beat that ass. Huh? Cancel Netflix until the floor is lava. Season two comes out. Oh yeah. Then you gotta pick it back up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta see the next season of season of floor Net- is lava. Next, uh, Netflix is so ingrained into like our culture and. Everybody wants to know what happens that like, and when you can just cancel and then bring it back with the click of a button, mm-hmm. you know, when are you going to cancel until they take the movie down? Like, it's crazy. Like, but that's all talk. Like most people don't cancel the shit no, anyway. No, they just want to be on the internet and have an outrage. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, Netflix saw like a big decrease in yeah. <laughs> subscriptions. Oh no. Like, oh no. They're yeah. not reporting any of that. They're like, in, if anything, we got more. <laughs> in in one country that that actually was offended by this movie. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Netflix is around the world. Yeah. It's not just us. Mm-hmm. You know? It's a world market. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's just it's it wasn't stupid. it wasn't as bad as people portrayed it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh I can see little things of why people might have been like, that's not right. But like right. If but it again, wasn't, you're talking. You're talking. Uh, people hadn't even seen it. Yeah. They say, "Oh, I heard that this happens in the movie, and I heard that this happens in the movie, like, and this makes me angry." You know, they haven't actually looked at it, sat down, and taken a look. And you were like, "Hey, maybe we check out this movie." I have no intention of ever seeing a movie <laughs> called "Cuties" about little girls that want to dance. <laughs> You know, like that's not really what I'm into. 
<laughs> I think I'm just gonna skip that one altogether. You yeah, know? but I w- I wanted to watch it, so right. Yeah, I wanted to see what it was about, and it wasn't the best movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it had a lot of hype around it, and it was it was a wasn't bad. Right. So, just wasn't as bad as what people said it was. That's great. Yeah. Well, now we know. Yeah, now we know for sure. Yeah. Um, what else are you watching? Go on Netflix. What do I watch? Well, we've been getting into Sugar Rush, we have. which is like the perfect like. You got an hour to kill. We're here um, hanging out. Maybe we'll watch some Sugar Rush. Yeah. And and it's a show where these four teams, they are in a baking competition. Mm-hmm. They've got three hours to do the first tasks. And the first one is making cupcakes. Yeah. And I enjoy to watch them make it the t- cupcakes. I like the, the I like the cupcake round, but I think I like the second round better the when they just make the confections. Yeah, they because they 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 I think I feel like with a confection they're able to be more creative, and uh, they're not dealing with a cupcake. And one of the judges is a cupcake woman. Mm-hmm. The, my only problem with the show is the judge. Like the factor, lady? yeah. Well, no, the dude too, the bald man. You don't like him either. No, I. The thing is, these people are like famous, you know, snooty, you know, people, and they're gonna find faults in everything. Yeah, but at the same time, they did put in that work to get where they are. They did. Like they know what they're doing. Like I know both of their works, and they're really good bakers. Yeah, that's fine. But whenever you're talking to somebody who owns a bakery in some podunk town, you know, and they're like, well, you know, the buttercream was just a little bit too sweet, you know, and I think that the cupcake should have been a little more salty to balance out the sweetness. Like, was it really, though? You know, was it really that too sweet? Kirk, that's me. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> but you're not on Netflix. No, but that's <laughs> me. I'm definitely that way. Like when I'm around people and I got to train them and they don't, they're not doing stuff. I'm like, um, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, it's hard to not do it when you know so much about it. Right. You see all the flaws. As soon as you taste it, look at it. Like. They're watching them make the cupcakes, and they're like, she fucking up right there. She fucking up right there. Oh, my gosh. You got to start over. Like, they're already watching, like, all the mistakes, and they know what's going on. But the best one, I think the best one was the one we saw yesterday. Whenever the uh, these two women, they were making candy bars, and they put it in the freezer. Like, yeah. it had, like, a nougat in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they, they were like, oh, we just made this chocolate, and... And so they, you know, poured the chocolate on the thing. and But the chocolate wasn't quite... They froze the middle already. They used a flash freezer. That's the problem. Right. They they, they froze the middle of this candy bar already. First. And then they wanted to put the chocolate on. And then freeze it And again. then they f- froze it again. But they didn't freeze it long enough to get the chocolate cold. So it was still melted. Like it was melty. But the inside was so hard that the it's just a it was just they just panned across the judges and they all just had this candy bar like in their mouth and it's like oh man this would be great this would be awesome if I could actually eat it 
Like Yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> but they had to get rid of that uh that uh that person that had chalky cupcakes that almost got eliminated the first one. And then the second one, I don't know, there's there's their stuff just didn't look good. What was it? I can't even remember. Oh no, was it the t- Filipino one? It woman? was the transgender. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to get her out of there because she was just no good. She barely even made it the first one. And then, like, she was like, that's the thing is you don't realize. When they're there, I think we're watching, like, the first season now. We kind of worked backwards. Yeah, for because sure. you were saying how they changed up the format. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, we're on season two, so let me check season one out. Right. So we're on the, the first season, and they actually, like, leave. The, the the last few seasons they they're standing like right there talking about their desserts that these people are making like and they can hear them you know mm-hmm. they're like oh you know blah, blah, blah. You know you know and they're probably focused on what they're doing but they're still like you know edging over to where the mm-hmm. judges are to hear what they're saying but on this first season they they go somewhere else they go to another room and talk about it and then they come back mm-hmm. and they don't say who won because there's no incentive in the later seasons, if you win a round, you get an extra 15 minutes or $1,500. Mm-hmm. And they don't do that in the first season. Well, they they left and they talked about the cupcakes. And they're like, this this woman's cupcake was wor- horrible. And then she loses the next round. And she's like, I can't believe we didn't. We only made it this far. It's like, you almost lost the first one. <laughs> well, the first round, they yet. made a... They made a candy, it was supposed to be a sour round, so they made a candy apple cupcake, Mm -hmm. and then it had like, it had the cupcake with apples inside, plus it had the um, green apple buttercream frosting, and then caramel on top, but it looked like a kindergartner did it, like they just popped it it on top, yeah, it didn't look good at all, and they were like, this is way too much buttercream. And the cupcake was chalky, they said. Yeah. But they don't say that to them. But we heard it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, I can't believe we got out of there. And it's like, I can. Get <laughs> out of here. Beat your feet. Yeah. That sucks, though, to think that you are, you have all this skill. Oh, like, man. You're at this level, and then you get around these people who they do this shit. Yeah. And you don't know how to deal with it. And then I would say probably my second favorite was whenever there there was this couple from New England and uh, it was like a, I, they were a couple. I don't know if they were married or not, but. I think they were married. Were they married? Yeah. And the dude was like a meek, like little, like he was like, he was like hunchbacked, you know, like, like he didn't seem like he had a lot of confidence. Yeah. And the entire. Little tiny guy with long you know, hair. With long hair. And he was kind of, kind of slouched. And uh, his wife was so mean to him the whole time. Yeah, she really she was. She was like on his ass the entire time. And She's like, we're going to lose. It's going to be your this fault. This is going to be your fault. I, oh can't my believe fucking you, I can't believe you did this. I can't oh my believe fucking you God, the buttercream don't even taste right. We're going to lose because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And, <laughs> and there's another show on Netflix called Nailed It. Yeah. Where they show a dessert and you're supposed to make it. Mm-hmm. And it's for non-professional bakers. Mm-hmm. And it's just them attempting. They give them the recipe. They tell them everything that they need to do. And they just try to replicate what, you know, they, what is on display. And it comes out looking horrible. Mm-hmm. And his wife told him that he needed to be unnailed it. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the episode, they win. Mm-hmm. And man, I couldn't. 
Could you imagine yeah, watching she that? She said, "Oh my God, he needs to be on nailed it yeah. or something." Like, She's like you need to be on fuck- nailed. Should have picked nailed it. Like that's <laughs> like, why are you being such a bitch? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then like, but she doesn't realize that she's probably like that, you know? Right. Or maybe she does. Maybe it's, you know, one of those things where, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. But then they're no, going to watch that. Shit like that you regret. They're going to watch it at some point. And, and they're going to be like. Her, his whole family going to be like, boy, Ooh. why is she talking some, about you Some like of them that? are going to be like, see, that's what I've been talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing. It's like. I think, now, I may be wrong on this, but this is just a feeling I get. I feel like there's been so many instances on television where men are the more dominant figure and kind of, like, boss, a little bossy to the woman. Like, the last episode that we watched, um, it was that black guy and his wife on there. And, like, she'll ask him something, and he's like, uh-uh. He's like, not right now, just focus on the... On the buttercream. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the other guy was like, hey, congratulations. He's like, thanks, bro. Don't worry about, about what we doing. What? Like, he was, like, dominant. Uh-huh. He was, like, kind of a little bit rude. Like, he only said a couple little snappy things, but just from his personality, you can tell. That's that, the way that he is. That's the way that he is. Like, right. she would say something, and he'd be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just focus on that. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, like, straight shutting her down. But this lady is talking about this guy who looks defensive and kind of like a bitch. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, what a fucking bitch to do this sweet guy like that. Why would you do that to that sweet, sweet man? man? Yeah. But this guy is sitting here being rude to his wife the whole time. Mm -hmm. Nobody even cared. Right. It's like, he's the man. He's supposed to tell you, just shut up and do that buttercream. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't, because me and you both watched that, but you didn't catch on to that part that he was being, I caught on to it. Right. I was like, uh, that's a bit, you a bit aggressive. Like, why are you being like that to her? Uh-huh. It's just gender roles. It yeah. is. It's like, oh, he's the man, so he can just do whatever. Right. But, th- but that lady, she's going to be mean to that sweet man. Yeah. And I think it's uncomfortable for people to watch a guy be so cowardly and submissive on TV as well. I think that's a weird thing. Maybe. You don't think so? Yeah. I mean, most advertisement is of uh, what would you, what you call what the man's man, the guy's guy, right? That's like what's advertised typically. Yeah. So when you see, uh, like you said, a meek little bitchy guy, I didn't say he was bitchy. You said that. Well, yeah. He, well, he's you getting he was bossed bitchy. around like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's just weird how that worked. Mm-hmm. But I was paying attention. I was like, man, she reminds you of somebody, don't she? Who? That lady. Who does she remind me of? She reminds you of somebody. No, I don't think so. You, you've you met women who have guys who are submissive. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> what? Okay. What? I think everybody know, know a guy that's submissive to a girl. Hmm. I don't know. I got. I got a couple. Would you friends. say that that uh, would you say that Courtney and Andrew were that way? Absolutely. Okay. Well, there. Yeah. Ting. Ding. 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 
Yeah, for sure. I got it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. All right. That's all I got on that. I think that we should have a conversation about the concrete you've been bringing home. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with the I Okay, so I've been uh <laughs> explain yourself. There have been uh I've at work, I've been working with some concrete and there's just been some extra you know, left over. Mm-hmm. So I make these cool little things out of this concrete. To give to Carmen, and she throws it in the trash. Well, he didn't. He didn't make anything or bring home anything cool with the concrete. He just brought <laughs> home chunks of concrete. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then it goes to the garbage. Well, it didn't have to. And we pay for trash bags. Yeah. For trash bag disposal. Uh huh. And we have to use the bag to put the concrete in. Right. So he's really costing us money for no reason, just to be funny. No, to show no, it's to show you. It's not. It's not the. It's not the gift. It's the thought. In that moment in time, I was thinking of you. <laughs> you just at work, and you just work with concrete sometimes. Uh yeah. What kind of projects are you doing with concrete? Patching up driveway. Oh. What? There's a bunch of missing pavers in under our portica share. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been filling it with concrete. The the holes. Oh, you just put concrete on it and smoothed it out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the whole thing's going to get replaced next year, so we're just trying to make it through winter. Gotcha. Anything else? Nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there there might be like a cup left over, so I'll just like I'll put it in a bag and so then like it it conforms to the shape of the bag and I'll mm-hmm. be like, "Here you go, Carmen. This is for you." She'll say, "That's not for me. That's for the trash." What else can you do with concrete? You display it. Like what? We got enough stuff. <sighs> We're not fucking putting concrete. You don't think so? Uh, we got no. a lot of ledge. We got so our apartment in, in our, the living room it. of our our apartment, it, the perimeter of it has this nice ledge that's about four feet high, mm-hmm. maybe three and a half. Now I'd say four, and we've got all this cool stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Why not just a little piece of concrete? No, we don't got room for extra anything. We don't have room to to have anything else. Mm-hmm. Like we can't get any more gifts. Um, we can't buy buy each other any more <laughs> gifts. We only could buy tissue and toothpaste at this point and That's detergent. It. Yeah, we don't have room for anything else. We can't buy more clothes unless we get rid of the clothes we got. We got too much stuff. Got too much. Too much, too much. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have too much if we actually had storage. Storage space, yeah. right. But our our apartment is all pretty much open. And there's no place to really hide the 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 excess. I mean, normal apart. Uh, well, a lot of apartments don't have storage space, but I do know of some apartments who have like um a, a additional storage area in a basement. 
right. where they can put that extra stuff and they have a lock on it. I've seen that before, mm-hmm. but that's not very common, I don't think. Or maybe it's more common in certain areas. Yeah, I think it depends on where you go. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people have the same issue that we have. How do you think they deal with that issue? I don't know. Well, you can get a unit. People probably do that. Right. But I feel like everything in our apartment, we don't need to be too far away. Right? What do you mean? There's nothing in our apartment where we need it to be too far away from us. Right. If we have more storage area inside the actual apartment, it will work out better. Right. So, like, the only thing I can think of right now is your DVD collection that can go and not be missed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Do you watch any? Huh? You don't ever watch them? Sometimes. No, you don't. Yeah, I got I got those right over there. When the last time you watched a DVD? I got those right over there. The last one I saw was The Brotherhood of the Wolf. When? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to check my journal. <laughs> no. I, I, I had... Was living on Catalina, and there is no Wi-Fi service yeah, to stream anything. And so I had a bunch of DVDs. Now everything's just right there. It's all on the click. Mm-hmm. And now I don't need that stuff. But some of that stuff's not in there. Some of that stuff, I need it. <laughs> oh, I can get it and, for you. Well, well, no, that that's not the only thing is there's... Uh, commentary tracks that i i want like so in superfly there's a nice commentary track from uh dr todd boyd the notorious phd Mm -hmm. and it is one of the best commentaries ever and then uh rules of attraction there's this awesome commentary with carrot top Mm -hmm. you know and uh there's just uh the, the extras in dvds Mm-hmm. Is why you buy DVDs, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's part of the reason that you know I keep some of them. Commentary tracks great. Sometimes I don't when think, you get uh, a really good one, but I, I can't get that off of online. I'm not going to get that from Amazon. I have to have the physical disc. I think it's a good thing to collect. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think DVDs are cool. Mm-hmm. It just take up space we can put somewhere else. Right. But I wouldn't say get rid of them for sure. I used to love collecting DVDs. Then I didn't. Yeah. For for whatever reasons, I didn't. Uh-huh. But uh, at one point, I fucking collected every DVD possible. What do you mean? Like, I used to have a large collection of No, DVDs. I mean, but what do you mean by every one possible? Like, you would just go to the store and just say, oh, I'll take this and this. Take all of it. And this? Yeah. And you're just buying random stuff? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, a lot of different stuff. Like what? I had um, all of Smallville. Okay. Everything Smallville. Mm-hmm. I had uh, eight heads in a duffel bag. Okay. I had Richie Rich. Okay. I had Party Monster. Ugh. New Jack City. Uh-huh. All the Fridays. Don't be a menace. 
I had Players Club. I had, I don't know, Kirk had so many goddamn DVDs. I know I had Panic Room for sure. Uh huh. Well, see, that seems like a pretty standard. That doesn't really seem like a collection. Because I can't think of what I had. I had so many. I can't think of them off top. It's been yeah. years. But I had a little bit of everything. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, I've got actually like rare stuff in the in those boxes <laughs> you know boy it has smallville that's, that's not, rare no no it's not you could you could go to any best buy when smallville <laughs> was on television and get every season of it it had its own shelf <laughs> it had 30 different kinds of smallville and then at the end when the series was over guess what oh you could get the whole series in one collection mm -hmm. so i mean i wouldn't say that that was maybe today yeah but nah not so much anymore yeah Okay, go ahead. Talk about your <laughs> random DVDs. No, I just have some rare stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was when I originally moved out to California, a big chunk of uh, the money that I had, I, I sold all my DVDs. I sold pretty much everything. Everything that they would take. Some they wouldn't take. But the dude was like, do you want to sell all of these? Because... Some of these are worth, I had like used DVDs that were worth like 15 bucks. That's how rare they were. Who knows what they were actually worth, but that's how much they gave me, mm -hmm. you know? Oh man, like I had this copy, the Criterion, oh, my Criterion collections. Oh, man, sad to see those go. Brazil. Brazil. Man, when I had to sell my <laughs> copy of Brazil, oh, I was so, I, said, I was like, oh, guy. Paid fifty dollars for this. Yeah, I was getting getting some. How much you get for that? I can't remember the exact dollar amount, but it was sad to see it go. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Mm -hmm. But you got a whole another collection. Now I got a whole whole another one. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. Kind of fell into that same trap, you know. When you, I, that's just. How I am, I guess uh, I I like to grab things physically and be like, oh, this is it now, you know? Yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. I guess it's better than it's better than people who uh, buy every pair of Jordans, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you can only wear two shoes at the same time. <laughs> you so know? you can only wear one pair at, at a yeah, and then time. after a while, they get worn out, and mm -hmm. then there's no value after that. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. People like to collect physical things. Right. Um. So you want to get into what we saw for the Trump debate? I know we don't typically talk about politics or anything. Uh, What do you want to talk about? I don't know. What did you think? What did I think about what? The debate. I thought it was strange. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. That's all I'm going to say about it. The whole thing was weird. Yeah. It was all just strange. It was it, two it old was men arguing. Two old men arguing. Even the moderator was, you know, raising God, his voice. Stop and it. he was like, yeah, you guys need to stop. <laughs> just and fucking I, stop. <laughs> I think it was insane. I, I don't. It's, it was all over the damn place. Yeah. It's like, ugh. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. It's um, just vote, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you started a, a spin class? Yeah, I started spin class. 
how how is that? Is it like on all the shows where they're like, "Come on, you can do it"? Do they have a, like a little twisty knob where you can put uh, your uh, your thing like up to up to eleven? Yeah, they got the resistance? knob. Yeah, they got the knob with the resistance, and the entire class she's changing the resistance. So she's like turning another quarter, put another quarter on. All right, take that quarter off and let's ride. And like it's the whole classes like that. Um, they do a lot of standing up on a bike uh-huh. where they stand up and pedal with their butts off the seat. And I try to do that and I and I didn't last for more than like four seconds. No? No, my legs was hurting too bad. Because you're, you're not used to standing that long? I'm not used to standing. Well, the they have your feet locked into the bike. Mm-hmm. So that changes the game right there. If I was just standing up on a normal exercise bike, it wouldn't feel like that. But... By your feet being locked in and then your toes get cramped up. And she's like, wiggle your toes around because she know her shit getting cramped up too. What? Her toes are getting cramped? Yeah, you're locked into the bike. And do you unlock yourself or do they have to come along? Everybody unlocked themselves, but I needed help. You needed help? You're stuck in there? I didn't I didn't get stuck. You're like, help. No, the lady in front of me, help. she goes every day. Uh-huh. So she knew I was new. Mm-hmm. Because my name was on the board. Welcome, Carmen Johnson and Jennifer, new arrivals. Uh-huh. So she knew I was new. They were explaining everything to me. So right. as soon as um we finished riding, she walked straight up to me and said, let me help you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get. Oh, I didn't, you got a new friend. No. Pretty she soon you're going to be. Me. You're going gonna go next door to the, the copper, copper fruit. There's a place uh, in downtown Portland and they only do plant based food products mm-hmm. you're gonna be going there with her no i'm not yeah why would i do that? you're gonna have a mean green smoothie see this is my thing now if you want to lose weight quickly you need to change up your diet and you need to cut out things like drinking and like fried shit and mm-hmm. all those all those gross things that you don't need to Pizza. put in your body exactly Buffalo wings. yeah hot dogs <laughs> Yeah. All those crazy burritos. Butter. Butter and cheese. Quesadillas. Butter and cheese, Kirk. But you live off of butter. I think you got, you know, a lot of people, they. I might have a fucking seizure if I stop eating butter. If you stop eating butter, I think, you know, (laughs) I think it's uh, measurable probably in your blood how much butter you got in there. Yeah. You you cook things with butter Mm -hmm. and then you cook, put the butter on the things that you cook butter with. Yeah, I had to tell you. I, I said you don't don't cook for me no more because you use too much butter. I said you done cooking for me. No, you use all okay. the butter. You're trying to kill me. <laughs> You're trying to kill me with butter. And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, you killed me with all the butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a I'm a chef. Yeah. Well. And. I cook with butter every day. Uh-huh. If you saw the amount of butter I used at work, I know it wouldn't be. But that's the difference. That's the difference if you between go going out to, out to eat yeah. and everything's supposed to taste good, and that's why there's butter. And then, but then you when you live with somebody that cooks like that all the time, that's different. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Probably can dial it back. I feel like I have not been using as much butter this mm-hmm. week because of how much is still in there. Right. So I feel like I did pretty good this week on butter. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult thing. Yeah, we still got half a stick. No, we got a box. <laughs> and I didn't buy another box. Oh, okay. And we still got half a box. Okay. 
And I used some of that stick today, so mm-hmm. we don't got half a stick no yeah, more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, the the class was fun. Mm-hmm. I was a uh, a little nervous to go. I was really nervous, but then it turned out to be pretty chill and wasn't too difficult. The uh, hardest part is just getting there. Yeah, I think that's the hardest you know, part: getting up and getting up. there. Yeah, um, I feel like it wasn't that stressful on me as far as the cycling because I didn't do all the things that everybody else did. You didn't go up a quarter? I I did. But then you went back an eighth? I went back a couple times. Oh, no. And they were all standing up, and my legs was hurting too bad, so I sit down the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. And then those men behind you, they were like, look at that girl. She's sitting down. Yeah. The, it was three old men that were friends uh-huh. all behind me because right. you you set up your own um, seat and your own class. Yeah. So you go on the app and you pick what seat you want, what class you want, and either you connect a credit card and pay for it or you probably already paid for it. Right. And they are friends and they pick all their seats together for the classes. So they all three of them go on there and be like, let's find three seats together. And they had the back three seats and they were there 15 minutes before the class started. When I walked up, they were already warming up, pedaling. Mm-hmm. And these old men, they was up off that seat, and they was riding, Kirk. And I was like, damn, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah? And they were all in back of me, so all three of them saw me. No. Yeah. It's pretty embarrassing. Yeah? You thought it was embarrassing? Well, well, they wasn't paying that, attention to me. That's doing their own thing. You don't know what they were paying attention oh, yeah, to. They probably were like, "Look at that girl." Yeah, look at that girl sitting down. <laughs> it's her first day. Her name's on the board. Mm-hmm. They probably checked you out on the Facebook, and they're like, "Look at her lazy over there," but she's sitting down there too. <laughs> yeah. Um. But my butt hurt so bad from the seat. The seat's not comfortable. The seat. Is torture. Well, that's why you're supposed to stand up. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So next time, which was supposed to be today, but you slept in too late. Yeah. But next time you go, I go Wednesday. Yeah. Next time you go, you'll know if I sit down on the seat too much, my butt's gonna hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my butt was hurting. Mm -hmm. I still sore right now. No. Yeah. It hurt. What's that seat made out of? Metal or something. Metal? I don't fucking know. Something hard. When I was uh, bouncing around in Los Angeles, I I had a a bike that I bought. And the seat was super plush, super comfy, but it was a quick release. Yeah. On the seat. And I, one time I didn't take the seat out. There was like a tsunami and my my bike was at the beach. And there was a policeman, and he wouldn't let me go to the beach to get my bike mm-hmm. because there was supposed to be a tsunami or something. Mm-hmm. And so I had to leave it there. Then the next day, whenever I went back to go get it, somebody stole my seat. Super comfy seat. They took the seat post. They took everything. So uh, the uh, the bike was in Santa Monica, and... I had to bike it with no seat all the way to Venice. So I took the the bike trail that goes, uh, you know, through the beach. Mm -hmm. And I took it to a bike shop in Venice. They gave me a new seat. And they gave me an aluminum seat. Mm -hmm. No padding, just straight aluminum. 
A couple weeks later, somebody stole that seat. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to steal an aluminum seat? But they did. I mean, it only cost like $20, but still. Who are who's stealing fucking bike seats? I, that's just what they do. Sometimes they don't even steal it. They just they just want to be jerks and take it. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, yeah, this guy, he ain't going to have a seat now. Yeah, I can't take and the whole bike because it's locked up, but I'll take the seat. Everybody was laughing at me when I was on the trail going going to Venice because mm-hmm. I was had to stand up on the bike because I had no seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine I could have just went there and then came back and then put the seat on, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't think about it like that. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, dude was like, he put in maybe like, like 20 five minutes work you know mm-hmm. he was just like oh here's a post here's the thing we just screwed it on there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but it's great yeah that sucks it's a weird but, thing uh, yeah so having an uncomfortable seat is not great it sucks uh, yeah it sucks so that's yeah. 45 minutes i did on that seat Wow. I should have been standing up. You should have. I know. I wonder if everybody else butt hurt like mine. Uh, but this not. girl was like, your butt going to hurt every time. Uh-huh. Like, it don't get better? No, it don't get any better. She's like, no. No. <laughs> it's like, damn. That's funny. Yeah. That sucks. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm going to keep keep with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have to pick some later classes so I can make them on time. Right. Um, some classes are not, most of the classes are offered at like six and seven in the morning mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon. So maybe I can make my cycling days the days I have off and I can go a little later. Right. So I just have to be more strategic with how I pick my classes so I can make them mm-hmm. seven o'clock. I woke up, it was seven forty-four. Right. So it was, I already, you just got to make an adjustment. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. I work late. Get home, take a shower, eat. You messed with me for a whole hour after I got home. Last night? Yeah. No, I, how did I mess with you? You wouldn't let me take a shower. You kept saying, come here, and doing stuff. Uh-huh. With the, I didn't do anything. No, you was you were being funny. You come home. You want to tell me about your day. Mm-hmm. That's an hour right there. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> I got to hear about this and that and that, and I listen. You don't want to listen? <laughs> See? And I listen. So, that you know, that takes you some time. You're such an only child. Why? Because you don't want to listen to other people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you have to. Yeah, but now I have to. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because even though you might have grew up an only child, you still want to have sex. <laughs> in order to do that, you have to listen to people. <laughs> unless you're going to be a creep and just pay for it. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. So tell me about this. Uh, Dean Ween is on Cameo now. Oh man, he just popped up on the cameos, and these videos that he's putting out for these people are amazing. I'm uh, and I'm in the Facebook group was the Ween Appreciation Society, and uh, everybody's getting Dean Dean Ween of the band Ween. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> to make these cameos and yesterday he had the sprout so uh there's a con ween is a subscriber to the musical concept of being brown mm-hmm. you know like brown is like dirty and kind of just like you know it's a, it's a musical type that they would like to say you know mm-hmm. 
And yesterday, <laughs> Dean Ween was in like this like brown military outfit, mm-hmm. and he had like Ween pins. Like if you're a fan of Ween, like there's a. He kind of looked like like Gilbert's granddad in there. He did. Yeah. He did. But uh, he, there's a there's a lot of pins involved in like Ween fandom, mm-hmm. like special pins that people make, uh, mm-hmm. like that are attached to songs or just like stuff like that. And uh, he had these pins where like you know the the pins would be like medals and stuff would be on a on a military man. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and it was so funny. Man, it's just crazy. I love it. It's so good. If you get a chance, check out Dean Ween's cameo and yeah, crack up laughing. He was talking about how this one guy like requested a video and he's like, oh, my friend has IBS. Can you cheer him up? And he's making this video. He's like, your friend Dave told me that you have IBS, which is kind of like kind of like a, a crazy thing to say, you know, like, mm-hmm. why would he tell me that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then he wrote him a song about IBS. Yeah, I would not want anybody to know that about me. Yeah. And you can't show anybody. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. When you get little gifts like that, you want to show people. Right. But you can't show people that. Yeah, you can. It depends on the type of person you are. I remember Sunday mornings, there's a news show. It's kind of like 60 Minutes, but it's on Sunday morning, and it's called Sunday Morning on CBS. Mm Mm-hmm. And they had... When Sudoku was, you know, really hitting a boom, Mm -hmm. there was this man, and he was like IBS Steve or something, and they would like do competitions and stuff, Mm -hmm. but he had IBS, and everybody knew it, so sometimes he would have to leave because he had the IBS. I think Gary with the T got a little bit of that going on. Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? I want to hip you to the T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? They say... Half man, half woman. It's Gary, baby. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Gary with the T is a guy from... The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. And he does like, uh, what would you say, like a gossip column? Yeah, he do kind of like the gossip column every day. Uh-huh. And with, why do you say that he has the IBS? Well, he had cancer. I think he had... Um, I don't know if it was colon cancer or it was one of those one of those cancers, but he caught it in enough time to where he was able to reverse it. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of the cancer, he was having a hard time with the bathroom, and like it was to the point where like it just be leaking out. Ooh, yeah, so bad. Like Bobby Lee. Yeah. What would you call what he got? That's mm-hmm. IBS. Yeah. No, just leakage. Dude, leakage from the, the butt loose, is he not got the loose booty. Like that's not normal for your butt to leak. I don't. You don't know that. Your butt leak? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Not typically. Ew, Kirk. <laughs> I wouldn't say that that's a normal thing, but you know, uh, living on the island, dealing with Cisco food all the time, we used to call it the Cisco slide. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to go in there for another re- rewipe. Cisco rewipe. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean sometimes it just you it just uh yeah. You oh my god. Up. This uh I forgot what they at work they were saying something like 
oh, everybody has had those like moments where you kind of shit on yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like a little bit comes out like and shit just happens literally. Mm -hmm. And this kid was like, I've never just like shit on myself. Yeah, but you know that that person that is like, ah, that has never happened to me. They they (laughs) they look inside themselves and they're like, yeah. Oh, What's absolutely. Happening? Everybody, I mean, it's little things that it's just part of how the body works. I'm sure it hasn't happened to every single person in the world, right. but it does happen. Sometimes you eat the wrong thing or you, it could be any little thing. You might be sick, like any little tiny thing. Yeah. And then it happens. Fucking happens. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I had to, I had to fucking leave my underwear in the Coney Island bathroom one time. Ooh, gross. I don't know First what mistake, happened. First mistake, walking into the Coney Island. I know, dude. I don't I don't know if I thought it was going to be gas. I think I was outside smoking a cigarette, and I uh-huh. thought it was going to be gas, and it definitely it wasn't. wasn't. It was definitely shit water. Ooh. And I was like, oh, no. And so I'll go in the bathroom. What am I supposed to do? You got to get rid of it. Exactly. So I washed up in the bathroom. I took those underwear and put it in the garbage. Yeah. Then I just walked around with no underwear. I had to get home quick just in case it happened again and I ain't had no catcher. Right. (laughs) It's fucking horrible. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to take this. I think that's it for today, right? Oh, sure. I want to take some time and say thank you. To all the guests that we've had on so far, uh, we've enjoyed you guys so much. A bunch of great conversations, and I really appreciate you guys for coming on. And we got another guest coming up soon, right? Yeah, I little think we little should. Bill. Yeah, little Bill. We'll be on. <laughs> yeah, little Bill Cosby. Yeah, I yeah. think this is gonna be a good interview. I think this will be one to listen to for sure because this guy is a fucking crazy person. He is. Yeah. He is, uh, him and Kirk are, I won't say similar, but they got their own kind of language and they kind of get each other. He might well, be. A, we, we both speak English. They both speak English, but. That's a language. You, you have, you have to, you got to listen to it. All right. You got to listen to this podcast and you'll understand when I say they got their own language. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is not normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.